Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm delighted to be back with You Can Cook Too. Today's recipe is a pork recipe, um, and it's it consists of pork chops, and it's really uh, braised, slow-cooked pork chops, but they're a bit unusual. So you'll need pork chops, uh, not with much fat on them, and preferably not with much bone, uh, because it... it it can be difficult. To, obviously, you, you you lose a lot of meat. These this recipe was made for pork chop with chops without bone. I think because people like it so much that the tedium of cutting into bone or cutting out bone would be too difficult. So you need poor poor pork chops. You need white breadcrumbs. You need a small onion. You need the rind of a lemon chopped. You need some small bit of chopped parsley and then you need a sauce and the sauce will consist of onion, green pepper, butter, malt vinegar, brown sugar, dry mustard, Worcester sauce, tomato ketchup and water. So we'll go through it now in a bit more detail. You fry four pork pork chops, you brown them in a pan in butter or oil it doesn't doesn't really matter i would probably use sunflower oil because it doesn't have it's flavorless and you won't have the 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 flavor of olive oil coming through with the other ingredients so that's probably the one i'd use you need two ounces of white breadcrumbs and you mix that with a small onion which you can chop up so chop it quite small mix it in with breadcrumbs and then you take the rind of a lemon juice you grate it off or cut it off if you have the patience and chop it up you can you can it doesn't matter whether it's chopped or or grated and then if you have parsley but it's not essential if you have parsley chop it up and you mix all of those together the white breadcrumbs the chopped onion the rind of lemon chopped and the parsley chopped mix them all together and put them on top of the four pork chops and then to that you may then you add a sauce which you uh, will pour over it and the sauce consists of a small onion chopped and lightly fried and then you take a small green pepper and de-seed it and slice it and then you you have an ounce of butter and you use that for frying the small onion that you've chopped so you then add uh, the pepper to, to the fried onion and over that you pour two tablespoons of malt vinegar, three tablespoons of brown sugar, a half teaspoon of dry mustard and that's the stuff that you get in jars. It's the yellow stuff that you get in jars or in, in, buck, in, 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 um, in, in tins and if you mix it with water it makes uh, you know a liquid mustard but you need the, the dry mustard. If you don't have it don't, don't get into a pickle about it because it's not essential. A tablespoon of Worcester sauce which is absolutely essential to give it a sort of a piquancy. Three tablespoons of tomato ketchup and a quarter pint of water. So you mix all that lot and you, in the pan, you cook them for just for a few minutes until the, um, the, the whole lot, the whole mix has heated up and then you pour it over the four chops and the breadcrumbs. Now, the quantity of, of liquid will look as though it's not very much for the amount that you have and 
I have problems because sometimes when I follow the recipe exactly, I have more than enough liquid. And even at the end of cooking, there's plenty of liquid to act as a sort of a sauce to mop up any rice that you would maybe serve it with. But sometimes there isn't. And I have to add some more water during the cooking. So do just keep an eye on it. So you you roast it or you bake it in the oven and you cover it um, for uh, about an hour and a half or an hour, uh, an hour to an hour and a half, cook it in the oven, gas mark five, um, and then f- take the uh, cover off, the, the tin foil off, and you uncover it and cook it for about a further 20 minutes. So in all, it takes about two hours to cook. And you should have a nicely, slightly crunchy, but not burnt bread topping. Um, and I can promise you, if you ask your guests what the topping is, without fail, they will say, even though there isn't an apple in sight, but the, the, the whole mix blends so well that it's got this gorgeous flavour and the chops are usually very tender. And um, I would use a good big chop per person rather than a small one, because this is really a second helpings dish. I had great difficulty identifying a piece of music to uh, link in to pork chops, as you can well imagine. And when I think of pork and pig meat and bacon, I, apart from thinking, of course, of Ireland because of our native dish, bacon and cabbage, I also think of Germany as a country that uh, that has many, many recipes that include pork and bacon and particularly the pubs. I've been there many times and and pubs and restaurants are full of these lovely recipes and all washed down with a nice German wine or beer. So I thought, okay, some something, some link to Germany would work. And then, of course, Germany, because of its terrible history and the atrocities of of Hitler, um, I thought, well, is there anything in that that I could use that won't depress us? And I thought, no, there's a comedy about Hitler. And the comedy is called The Producers, and it was made in 1967 uh, in in, in uh, Hollywood. Gene Wilder was the director, and it is still... Be- Uh, played as a musical now all over the world. In fact, about five or six years ago, um, it was in in Dublin and at the the Borgash Energy Theatre and had um, very famous uh, actors portraying the parts. Um, It's it's about, it's it's very funny, it's hilariously funny, in fact. And it's about um, a producer who is a bit of a crook and he's very down at heel. He's lost a lot of money and he's he's forging money from old ladies in turn for sexual favors and his accountant comes to audit his account and he um tells him that of course he may be a failed producer but in fact if you produce a terribly bad movie or a uh, th- piece of theatre or musical, you'll become very famous and very rich because it'll open and close on the first night. So <laughs> I can't help but laugh when I think of it. So the two, the duo uh, search for names and they come up with a name called Springtime for Hitler, a romp with Hitler and Eva. And Eva, of course, was his lover. 
and they set about finding somebody to write this play about um, about the, the Hitler, and they uh, go, find many people who want to write, you know, a tragic tragic play about it or set it to grim music but they eventually find a crazy uh, man who uh, has many pigeons he's a pigeon fancier he has agreed to write this play and it's called springtime for hitler and that's probably the best known piece of music so sit back um laugh and thank god that the likes of hitler no longer exist as you listen to springtime for hitler Dusseldorf, and that is why they call me Rolf. Don't be stupid, be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. Mm-hmm. 